Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to Soul Nectar. I'm your guide, Nadine Hamilton, bringing you real, raw, illuminating conversations surrounding all things sex, spirit, intimacy, relating, inner power, and the full spectrum, ever-evolving human experience. This is a space where we openly explore the intersection of that which is deemed sacred and profane. These episodes serve as permission to more deeply know yourself, liberate your true expression, dance in the mystery, and infuse much more pleasure, embodiment, consciousness, and magic into your life. Let's dive in. I want to talk about if I could go back in time and whisper some words of wisdom, some advice in the ear of my younger self when it comes to dating and love and sex and intimacy and relationships, what would I say to her? The top thing that I can think of in this moment that I would whisper into my younger self's ear is you are the prize. You are the motherfucking prize, okay? I found myself in so many relationships throughout my life, even in adulthood, where my presence and participation in that relationship, it felt like it was something that's just happening. It felt like something I just like fell into or, oh, well, this person is nice and they like me. So yeah, let's give it a shot. Yeah, I'll be in this relationship. Even if I had this inner knowing that it wasn't right, even if my heart knew that and this might sound fucked up, but I'm just going to say it. We were not on the same level, okay? Even if I was like, damn, this ain't right. Like, I was so attached to this people-pleasing and being the sweet girl and not wanting to hurt their feelings. And so the relationship would just carry on and on and on, even though I knew, fuck, I don't want to be in this relationship. And I didn't trust myself. And I felt a lot of fear. I felt a lot of guilt. I felt a lot of scarcity and hesitation. Like, oh my God, what if I don't find anyone else? What if no one else likes me? And especially as girls and women, we are so like influenced by all of this messaging throughout our lives that tells us we need to wait to be chosen. We need to be swept off our feet. We need to be saved. We need and this is in heterosexual dynamics, we need a man to come in and choose us. And we need to prove that we are worthy. We are good enough. We're sweet enough. We're nice enough. We're pretty enough. We're sexy enough, but not too sexy, not too slutty. Still good enough to bring home to your mom. All of these little ways like, oh, I need to prove myself. I need to be chosen. You have full fucking agency and authority and power to choose. You get to do the choosing. And this is something, especially recently, like especially within the past few months that I have really been stepping into and claiming more and more of like, I don't fucking have time for that shit anymore. Like if I don't feel that deep resonance and connection with you, if I can feel that you can't fully match me and meet me at my bigness and my power, it's not worth entertaining that. And if you're someone who currently doesn't feel connected to your power, maybe you don't feel connected to a sense of self-love, 
like in my experience, confidence and self-esteem, self-worth, power, that doesn't come from you needing to change yourself. That doesn't come from you needing to get rid of different parts of yourself or add on to yourself. It comes from radically fucking owning and claiming exactly who you are as you are without exception. Like, let that sink in for a moment. Breathe that shit into every cell of your being. Your confidence, your self-esteem, your power, your queendom does not come from you needing to change yourself. It comes from owning exactly who you are, including owning your shadows, owning your darkness, owning the shit that you've been told is bad and unlovable and unworthy and unhealed, whatever that story is. I heard Chelsea Diane say this recently and I was like, damn, that's so good. She said, um, like someone, a past lover or partner called her needy and she was like, damn right, I'm fucking needy. Tell me how good it feels to be needed by me. And I was like, oof, like how many times have you been ashamed of your neediness or whatever your thing is? We all have it. That thing that stings a little bit and we're like, oof. Like if someone points that out in you, it stings and you feel a little uncomfortable. It's like this unhealed wound. Is it neediness? Is it selfishness? That was a big wound for me as well, is prioritizing myself and my own well-being and feeling really guilty for that. Is it your avoidance? Is it, I don't know, your loudness, your chaos, your sense of being all over the place and no one can figure it out what is that thing about you that someone has called you before that felt like an insult and i posted about this yesterday write like literally today do this write a love letter like a passionate fiery sexy ass love letter to that part of yourself okay And write as if it's like the sexiest, yummiest, most brilliant, magnificent, beautiful thing in the entire universe. Like really get off from it. Own it. Because if you don't own it, it's going to own you. There's that quote by Carl Jung, like, if we don't make the subconscious conscious, it will control your life and you'll call it fate. That which you don't own owns you. That which you don't own owns you. Like this is so huge. What would it get to look like if you owned your neediness? If you owned your selfishness? If you owned like everything that you've been told is sinful or undesirable or unlovable or unworthy? What the fuck is it? What is it? You know what it is. Like that thing that you're like, oh God, I don't want anyone to see that or I don't want anyone to call me that. Own it so much to the point where if someone points that out at you, you're like, damn right, I love that about myself. I posted um, a post yesterday about a relationship in which when we were having a breakup conversation and I was telling him, I'm done, he said I was selfish and that's something that he said throughout the relationship and in that closing conversation he said I gave you everything and I got nothing in return and that fucking hurt like that destroyed me 
And later on, he told me that that wasn't true. And in that moment, there was just so much emotional activation and he felt anger and resentment and hurt and betrayal because I was breaking up with him. But I believe there was some truth in that. And in this world, it doesn't take very fucking much for a woman to be called selfish. We have set like for hundreds of years now, thousands of years now, the conditioning and the narrative coming from the church, coming from our conditioning, says that a woman's like sole purpose of existing on this planet is to tend to and cater to everyone else but herself to make sure everyone else is comfortable, everyone else is taken care of, and she is sweet and smiley and nurturing and soft and warm. And yeah, like this mothering energy. Well, that's not even entirely true because mothering can be fierce as fuck. So scratch that. Also, happy Mother's Day for all the mamas out there. Um, But just this energy of like kind of a doormat, like extremely, extremely submissive and not in the kinky, sexy way. Um, And we're told that our safety, our sense of belonging, our sense of worth and value in this world comes from how we're making the people around us feel. There is nothing wrong or bad or shameful about wanting to be liked or wanting other people to feel good and comfortable in your presence. There's nothing wrong with caring about a sense of belonging but when that is prioritized over your fucking truth and your voice and your authenticity that in my opinion is when something needs to change and something is out of balance and there's no longer congruency congruency is when your truth of how you feel matches your external expression It's also very, very common for us to be putting out mixed signals because maybe we're expressing a boundary or we're saying no or we're claiming a desire, something we want, something we don't want. Maybe we're telling someone, fuck off, get away from me. It's very common for women, for the words coming out of our mouth to entirely mismatch the tone of our voice and our facial expression, and our eyes, and our posture, and our body language. So our body is completely communicating something very different from what we think we're communicating. Like the words out of our mouth might be saying, get away from me, or no, I don't want that. But we are like, our bodies are getting smaller, maybe we're sweetening it up, we're contracting, we're laughing it off, like anything to ensure that the other person still likes us. And a lot of this comes from a sense of safety. We might not feel fully safe to express a boundary in an authentic way. And this literally takes practice and training. It doesn't come like that. Like this shit, it's been like this for thousands of years, intergenerationally and ancestrally. It's encoded within you. So don't blame yourself if you're unable to boldly and firmly in a grounded confident way express yourself we have a comment here love your vibes thank you that's really sweet it took me 24 years to get that confidence in owning myself and standing up for my bigness to stand up for your wholeness is really hard when society has made it seem that being needy or extra is bad 
Amen. That is so fucking true. Even on Instagram, I mean, social media is a reflection of the collective consciousness. So of course, but on Instagram, like there's a lot of shaming about neediness, like how to be less needy, how to whatever it is. And there's paradox and nuance and multidimensionality here. Like every single conversation, like on some levels, you don't need anything outside of yourself. You have everything within you. And at the same time, you're a fucking human. And (laughs) we're all fucked up in our own unique, perfect, beautiful ways. And we have needs. And like, yes, we're this inter, we're this infinite soul that is connected to universal oneness on one dimension. And on another dimension, we are humans with needs, including need to feel like we belong, need to receive a sense of affection, belonging, love, desire. We have these human needs and that's okay. And sure, maybe a lot of them come from trauma and fucked up childhood and family dynamics and that doesn't mean you need to necessarily fix that about yourself okay so you can simultaneously hold the desire to heal and to no longer actively seek external validation and you can also radically claim and own and love and celebrate and embrace and express the part of yourself that is needy And that does want external validation because let's be real, it feels really good and we all want it. (sighs) I'm going to take a sip of water. (laughs) So going back to the beginning of this conversation when I was talking about um, you are the prize. That's a really amazing prompt if you love to journal or write like at the top of your page write i am the prize and don't think don't censor yourself don't edit yourself just free flow like flow of consciousness style just notice what comes up when you really like channel that energy that embodiment that confidence i am the prize and write about what would that look like? How would I hold myself? How would I dress myself? How would I speak to myself? How would I speak to other people? Who would I keep in my life? Who would I not keep in my life? How would I make choices? How would I listen to myself? How would I touch my body? How would I make love to myself? How would I speak up for myself? Like really get fucking clear on this. We hold these desires of, I want to be my higher self. I want to live my dream life. I want to be free. I want to be confident. I want to be all these things. And these desires are beautiful. And also they're very vague. And to the point where that reality could slap us in the face and we wouldn't even know it's here because it's always been this abstract, vague concept. Bring it down to earth. Get specific. Get clear. Bring it into your body. And ask yourself these very specific, like, laser-focused questions. If I am living my desired reality, if I am fully aligned with my truth, if I am boldly and confidently expressed, tangibly, what would that feel like? What sensations would I feel in my body? Again, the questions, like, 
How early would I wake up in the morning? What would I feed myself? How would I dress? How would I hold myself? How would I look at people in the eyes? Get really clear because then that gives us a reference point to work from. And that lets us actually do the thing and be the thing in our day-to-day life and really channel this version of ourself, this future version who's already within you. Your future self is already here. I use this analogy a lot, but it's just like the seed of a tree. The tree in all of its fullness and maturity is not separate from the seed. It lives within the seed. All of the intelligence and beauty and brilliance and everything, the magnificence of a tree, all of that is encoded in the seed. So the seed of your future self, the seed of your desires, the seed of your fulfillment and your confidence and everything that you fucking want in your life is in you or else you wouldn't even know that it's there. What do you think a desire is? And desire is an energetic seed that's within you that wants to be nourished and tended to. It wants to be felt and seen and expressed. That seed is like your navigation system. It's your compass. Without the presence of that desire within you, you wouldn't be making the choices that you're making. You wouldn't be led down certain paths. You wouldn't become a certain version of yourself. So that seed of your desire has an intelligence of your own, like everything else in this reality. We live in a reality made of and bathed in consciousness. Everything is alive. This is what animism is all about. Go look into it if you haven't already. But for thousands and thousands and thousands of years, different ancient traditions and indigenous cultures and lineages, this is how we lived forever. Literally for 99.9% of human history recognized that everything is alive, everything is consciousness, everything is relational and interconnected, including your thoughts, your feelings, your desires, your pussy, everything, okay? You can be in relationship with everything. So ask yourself, here's another prompt, what is your biggest, boldest desire that you have not claimed? So many of us, like, this all, so much of this goes back to the conditioning from the church. And we have this huge, like, somatic even association between our desires and sin, our pleasure and sin, our joy and sex and fulfillment and audacity and expression with sin. And therefore, with judgment and shame and guilt and being punished and being ostracized and a lack of belonging and acceptance from the tribe or the village. And it takes some time. It takes some patience to rewire your brain, your subconscious, your nervous system, your body to no longer have such a strong, tight, solidified association between your power, your joy, your pleasure, your desires with shutdown and with shame and guilt. And most likely, none of us are going to fully shed all of that shame in this lifetime because it's a lot. It's been around for thousands of years and it's all intersectional as well. Like then we 
lay on the layers of gender and sexuality and race and color, ethnicity, disability, class, social status, all of these things add on more and more layers. So your power, your worth, your value, like your brilliance and magnificence is untouchable on a deeper level. And I also very strongly believe in acknowledging and honoring the very real like human and social structures and systems that we exist within. So this is why like I see there's a lot of especially like white women coaches saying you can be anything you want to be you can have anything you want to have and yes again there's dimensions and levels like yes dream to the fucking stars shoot for the moon dream big claim more for yourself and also like not everyone is starting from the same step on the ladder and that has to be recognized that has to be talked about like privilege is a fucking thing y'all and access to resources i know this conversation is very non-linear but just flow with me dance with me um I think I feel complete right now, but just to wrap this in a nice little bow, like really sit with that question or write about it. What would it look like? Like laser specific examples. If I owned that I was the prize and I get to choose, I don't have to wait to be chosen. I don't have to just like go with the flow with whatever schmuck off the street decides to show interest in me. I get to choose. I get to stand in my queendom. What would that look like? What would I see? What would I hear? What would I touch and taste and smell and feel if that was my reality? And then little by little, make it a devotional daily practice to tap into those feelings and to surround yourself with this reality that is dripping in everything that makes you feel connected to that, no matter how small. Like if you are busy and stressed and you hate your job, or I don't know, maybe you have a lack of free time, maybe you have a lot of kids, whatever your situation is, this doesn't have to be this whole big thing, like little baby steps. How can you incorporate more of that which you desire and more of that which connects you to your power and your confidence and your truth how can you incorporate that into your life literally right now does it look like taking two minutes to yourself to just breathe or dance or look in the mirror and do a power stance does it look like wearing something that you actually want to wear despite what despite what other people might think does it look like claiming a little corner of your house and cleaning it and making it your special sacred space with a little altar or I don't know your pleasure practice space what does it look like for you you know you know trust yourself that's another thing that I would definitely whisper into the ear of my younger self is fucking trust yourself like ruthlessly if something feels off it's off The body does not lie. The body, like, it couldn't if it wanted to. Your body does not lie. 
if you have like a symptom or something feels off in your body, something's happening, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing that needs to be fixed. Your body is communicating with you. Your body only knows congruency. If you're treating yourself like shit or you are like, I don't know, even mentally you are abusive to yourself, that shit's going to show up in your body. Your body's telling you the truth. Listen. Listen. Whether there's numbness or pain or tension, like your body is speaking to you in the only language that it knows how. So forgive your fucking body and instead of feeling so much frustration and resentment and hatred, what would it look like to tune into the wisdom, the intelligence, and the communication that's being offered to you in your own body. We're not taught this shit in school, or at least I wasn't. I was taught to hate my body, and I was taught that the body is just there to be controlled and distorted and contorted and manipulated and make it look a certain way, make it work like a machine. Your body is not a machine. Your body is alive with its own consciousness. Listen. Have the trust and the openness and the compassion and even the audacity to listen in a world that tells you you shouldn't listen. You should silence the voice of your body. You should muzzle it and fill it with pills. And okay, that's a whole other conversation, but you get the point. (sighs) Whoever you are. Whenever you're watching this, you are so fucking loved. Like, if only you knew, if only you knew how loved you are. And not only are you loved, and this is going to sound fucking corny cheesy, but I'm going to say it anyways. You are love. Your body is literally the physical manifestation, the physical embodiment of love itself. Your body loves you and wants to serve you and protect you beyond what any of us will ever know. And I know that statement can be super triggering for people who are experiencing like disease or pain or anything that is very uncomfortable or even excruciating. But I promise you, your body is speaking to you and your body loves you. Listen, you are the prize. Walk like it, talk like it, breathe like it. Really own that. Like, even for one day. Like, if you don't believe me, try this for one day. See what happens when you leave your house and you walk through the world making eye contact, having like a flirty smirk on your face, opening your shoulders, taking up space energetically walk like you have this huge fucking cock like the biggest cock in the whole world and just like this confidence like you have this secret that no one knows walk like you are the shit you are the prize you are the king or the queen and see what happens you will be much more magnetic people will come up to you things will happen yeah okay sending lots of love and i also want to mention that i currently have spaces open for one-on-one coaching and healing if that interests you i have deep dive transformational packages where you will very much be unrecognizable in every single way by the end 
of our package. I work with sexuality and I also work with power. So we can either do both of those together or sometimes some people like to work specifically with sex or specifically with empowerment. And both of those things are my favorite in the entire world. We go deep. I hope you're ready for it. If you're interested, send me a DM. Let's have a conversation and see if this is mutually a good fit for us to join forces together. And if not, then I'm happy to have you here as part of this community. All right. Bye. Have a beautiful day and happy Mother's Day again. Hi again, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did and that it helped to expand your consciousness and perspective in some way. If you liked what you heard or just want to show some love, it would mean the absolute world if you ranked and reviewed the show, sent it to your friends or family, and hit the subscribe button. This allows more people to discover Soul Nectar, keeps the show up and running, and lets me know you beautiful people are out there listening. And if you do leave a review, make sure to take a screenshot and send it to nadine at bloomwithnadine.com. And I will personally send a very special gift over your way. Share this episode on Instagram or your other social media handles with your biggest aha moments and takeaways. I'd love to shout you out and hear what resonated with you. Okay, take care and I'll see you in the next episode, my loves. Bye.